is in the know for Tuesday, August 22, the 234th day of 2023. There are 131 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. We'll try to figure out how long it's going to be hot. We will also give you a chance to win with day number 12 of Where's Quacky. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee. Covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley at the Sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. Did you watch um, or pay any attention to there was NFL preseason Monday night football last night? No, I haven't restarted my my streaming cable yet. You have so. not? Uh, and Frank... Yeah, no. Ravens lost, I know. The Commanders defeated the Bills, and that was the first preseason loss the Ravens did? No, the Commanders beat the Ravens. Did the Bills lose last night? Uh, Potentially, but not in the game you're talking about. I heard the Bills lost for the first time in preseason. The Ravens did. Really? Yes, 24 straight the Ravens have won in the preseason. Hmm. The fighting Ray Lewis's? Yes, so they they had lost since 2015 in the preseason, and they lost last night. Yeah. Right. For Bengals, it's always been a thing that Ravens fans always kind of talk about, and, and opposing fans have always been like, "What? <laughs> Good right. job, you win the preseason." Right. You're so saying the focus should be on the postseason. Yeah, it's more of just like it's it's one of those silly little things that hmm. people. It's it's kind of like the three point streak for UK. It's yeah. like, does it really matter? No, hmm. but it was just one of those things that people talk Boy, a lot about. You NFL fans like to bicker about it. Back and forth, chirping, chirping. Isn't that what sports are for? I guess. Over there in chair number three, we say good morning and welcome back. First Baptist Church Litchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. The Internal Revenue Service knows him as Tennessee Cook. The name's Yukon Cornelius. You and I lovingly know him as... Inspector you Yukon Bumble. Hello, everybody. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. You look refreshed. You look uh, elevated. Do, do you I? look uplifted. Oh, my. Because you found the most mild, pleasant day of the year to go to the state fair. Yeah, I don't know. That's bad planning on my part. <laughs> I saw you at the Casting Grounds concert last night, and I thought, um, yeah. How about mild? They should have moved that indoors, but it was not indoors. Was the it? things that you'll do to spend time with your kiddos. Yeah. Well, you know? Yeah. And spend $4 for a bottle of water. That's uh-huh. it? Only 4 Yeah, that's plenty. Oh, wow. Um, but, yeah, I mean, got to spend some quality time with G-Money and uh, <laughs> got to visit the Grayson County uh, Litchfield Tourism booth. I did notice you did a surprise inspection there, and uh, you you caught uh, did, did tourism somebody, drop after that? Somebody was uh, somebody had abandoned their post. No, I mean you know these guys they work so hard up there and give up their time, you know. But sometimes you have to take matters in your own hands and kind of share the wealth about the community. So sure. Well, I mean, Farm Bureau has Freddie Farm Bureau. Grayson County has Yukon Cornelius manning their booths. So it's hey. okay. 
Gosh, I tell you what. Fun fact about Casting Crowns. I don't know if you know this or not, but they got their start from the lead singer of Sawyer Brown, uh, Mark Millar, maybe is his name. Mark Miller. Miller, thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And uh, he heard their CD one day, and he was out to lunch with his friend, Stephen Curtis Chapman, tw- mm. 20 years ago. Really? And said, listen to this band, and signed them, and got, got their start 20 years ago. Now they're still singing away. Did you know that story before yesterday? I knew about his connection with Mark, with uh-huh. Sawyer Brown. I had no idea what Stephen Curtis Chapman was involved, too. Wow, interesting. I did not know that. Uh, of course, you know, Mark and I, we're, we're personal friends. We met one day in Edmonton over at, uh, well, at uh, Metcalf awesome. County High School. I got a yeah. CD I want you to give him. What a... Uh, <laughs> running what? into him at... Metcalf County High School didn't didn't run into him. We were it was destined. We were oh my. We were working together, so it was uh, yeah. So um, you're going back to the state fair today? No. Nah. Did you see that hot dog covered in nacho cheese sprinkled in flaming hot it. Cheetos dust that I, Brian Quarles was talking n- about? No, no. I saw a row of funnel cakes mm-hmm. and they looked amazing. But I bought Gracie some deep fried Oreos, mm-hmm. and then every time she goes to the state fair, she's got to have some of that lemonade. Oh, know, yeah, yeah that one button. lemonade thing. So the, she ate that through me. Okay. You just watched? I did. Did you gain any weight by watching? Probably. Right, That's how checking. it works. Excessive heat warning is going to continue as this heat wave will last throughout the rest of the work week. It's kind of uncommon that we have this many days strung together with the excessive heat warning, but... Uh, today slightly warmer than yesterday, tomorrow slightly warmer than today, then Thursday and Friday warmer than all of those uh, before it. So we'll see 94 today, 96 tomorrow, 99 Thursday, 99 on Friday. If you've got afternoon sports planned, just be prepared to do something different. Or do volleyball tonight. You get to give you indoors at uh, volleyball. Do they have air conditioning in Cougar Gym? I hope so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew they had a construction project going on down there. So, If not, uh, we might have to email Superintendent Robinson. Okay. Well, he maybe bring some fans in, um, some box fans to, oh, to okay. set up. There will be uh, highs near 100 by Thursday and Friday, as I mentioned. Hot today, 95, clear 73 tonight. It was so muggy last night, even at 830. Uh, what time is the Casting Crown show over, Dennis? Uh, they they didn't even come on until, let's say, it was about 8.15 our time. Okay. And we ended up leaving about 9.15-ish, something like that. It was uh, it was just so muggy. Uh, last night I would be in, I would be inside, and then I'd go outside and be like, ooh, it just feels like yeah. I put on a jacket. We left before it was over, but there was some, I mean, it was warm, that's mm-hmm. for sure. And I also, were you wearing blue jeans at the State Fair? No, no. Oh. I had on shorts and okay, a polo good. shirt. All right, good for you. Wise decision. Yeah. The dog days of summer are here, and um, the hottest weather of the summer, the National Weather Service has issued that extreme uh, excessive heat warning and heat advisory for the western half of the state through Thursday evening. But, again, that'll start to wane a little bit on Friday, even though the high on Friday will be uh, excessive. So just be prepared. Uh, drink plenty of fluids. You know, remember those temperatures and those feels like temperatures are in the shade. So it's even worse if you're out in the in the sun. So if you're out, you know, working outdoors, just take uh, special precautions this week. Saw this morning where President Trump says he's going to surrender to authorities in Georgia on Thursday to face charges in the case of him accused of illegally scheming to overturn his 2020 election loss in the state. So the, another media circus will 
uh, take place in Georgia later on this week. I was seeing when he goes to these towns, whether it's for a rally or these circuses, the 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 entourage of vendors and people that orbit around this circus come to town that sell T-shirts and hats and demonstrators and all that stuff. It's um, it's heard, quite a spectacle. Heard there were some spot places like that at the fair that you could get as well. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, well. yeah. Yeah. That, that, that one guy. Did you want to say the language that was on the shirt? No, I haven't seen it. But I, I haven't imagine. either. But I'm just assuming that if if KSR wins, say it, it's got to be colorful. I've, I've heard most of the words, so I figure there was some of those mm. that I've heard before, and I'm okay not to see them. Uh, an Owensboro woman is facing drug trafficking charges after a traffic stop in Ohio County. The sheriff's office Thursday conducted a traffic stop on a speeding vehicle on 231 North at the Ohio Davis County line. Deputies conducted a search of a vehicle, discovered one and a half ounces of methamphetamine and cash. They arrested the driver, 61-year-old Julie West, who was charged with trafficking in a controlled substance possession and speeding, lodged in the Ohio County Detention Center at least for a period of time. A popular restaurant at a scenic golf course in Meade County has been destroyed by fire. Uh, multiple fire departments responded Sunday morning about 4.50 a.m. to the blaze at the 19th Hole Bar and Grill at Doe Valley Golf Club. That's on uh, Valley Greens Road near Brandenburg. Flames were coming from the restaurant's roof when they arrived. And they, they were able to save the pro shop, which is an adjacent building. But the restaurant was a total loss. I believe the Cougars, Cougar golf team's planning to be there later this week, right? Play over there. I it, believe on Thursday. Yeah. It's, I noticed that, I don't know if we just hear about them more or what, but it seems like golf courses have an above average number of fires involving their pro shops or their restaurants oh, or their... Was it Indian Hills? It's Indian Hills. You know, they Mulligan. had a big fire. So I don't... I'm wondering if it... Well, I guess that's about... Is it... Not to mention, in a restaurant at 4.50 a.m., you yeah. would think, yeah, I mean, it's either electrical or it could be somebody left a gas fryer, you know, yeah. or a fryer on or something like that, and it took, took that long to ignite. But anyway, just it just struck me as odd. Like, doesn't that happen more than you would think that it would happen? But A convic- convicted felon being held in the Hart County Jail has walked away from work release. State police are looking for 34-year-old Jason Cotton, who is serving time after being convicted in Warren County. For third-degree burglary, bail jumping, etc., he walked away from a work release yesterday near Memorial Elementary School on Highway 31E in the Hardyville area. So, if you see him, say so. Authorities are investigating after a five-year-old boy drowned in a pool in northern Kentucky. These are always tragedies when you have to tell about them. Mm-hmm. The Boone County Sheriff's Office said deputies responded. At uh, to Claremont Court in the Oak Brook community of Florence, after family members pulled an unresponsive Alden Evelyn from the family's ab- above-ground pool, he was transported to Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center, where he was pronounced deceased. One of the first houses I grew on was like two streets over. It was in that community? Yeah, you weren't technically in Oak Brook, but it uh, really, really close. Every time I hear a story like that, I can't help but think of Rick and Sherry Burgess. You know they lost their son Bronner in a very similar accident in a uh, in a swimming pool at their home. I see these uh, programs now for the little ones, you know, even under 1 year old, they're they're teaching them how to uh, teach themselves how to swim mm-hmm. uh, even with clothes on and parents are sending their kids through this type of a training and it's I mean obviously so beneficial. Yeah. Terrible story. 
super sad. Uh, we are getting closer to the fall election season, of course. Uh, it'll kind of ramp up around Labor Day. You'll have a lot of parades and a lot of events. You get into fall festivals. You'll see the candidates out doing various things. Uh, I know they're already making making the rounds and doing some fundraisers. But uh, Daniel Cameron, he's kind of been downplaying his support for charter schools and vouchers in presenting his education plan. You know, he he rolled out his plans on various things last week. And he is doing his very best to try and build some bridges to public educators because there was a the relationship was fractured by former Governor Matt Bevan, and Cameron has been trying to do what he can. Uh, he knows that 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 voting block is uh, big and powerful, and he knows that if he can just steer twenty five percent of it his direction, mm. then uh, helps close whatever gap might uh, might exist. But he is not saying very much about school choice directly, but there are some outside influences and there's a lot of national money coming to the Commonwealth that's touting uh, school choice, et cetera. One of the things that he said was um, he said that the state can make robust investments in public education while expanding opportunity and choice for our kids. So that kind of goes to tell you he would be open to the idea of working with the legislature for what he called education innovation but it does it 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 does uh, impress upon me something I learned through a discussion conversation I was having last week. So long as the legislature has the supermajority in Frankfurt, uh, as long as the GOP has a supermajority in the legislature in Frankfurt, the governor's office is almost inconsequential hmm. because they can do nearly whatever they want to do. The governor, no matter whether it be Bashir or Cameron can veto it, and then they've got the veto override power if the timeline works out. It does make me wonder if portions of the legislature would prefer Andy Bashir to win again because they have somebody to blame for things that don't go right that they're not able to do, or do they want Cameron, who's somebody they can work with. But you don't really need to work with the governor if you control the budget, you control the, See, the how, spending, you control the purse. How, so, how, sad, how sad is it, though, that – and I'm not – that well, we don't have to work with him. Like and, and I mean that's that's politics that's in general. That's 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 all. It does, like that's that's an issue. Like the, we don't have to work with him. That should never be something that is said by politicians ever. There wasn't a you know things weren't all uh, unity and harmony with the Bevan administration and the legislature. So I have no reason to think that they necessarily have to get along with the with the with the Cameron administration if it were to exist. But it does make me wonder if, if in this political landscape, if portions of them wouldn't rather have a somebody to blame things on when they go wrong. But we'll see. Kentucky farmers donated $735,000 to the AgTag program for 2023. It represents the largest amount ever donated in a single year. The voluntary donations are divided equally among the Kentucky 4-H, the Kentucky FFA, and the Kentucky Department of Agriculture. And this year, each group will get $245,000. So $735,000 uh, divided three ways. So when you see those, uh, when you see those uh, tags out there, those what they call farm tags, when you buy those, you pay your tag, but then you can also make up to a $10 voluntary donation. And those funds go to uh, that pool, and they get redistributed to those uh, organizations. Mark Stoop says that his Kentucky football team 
is united and committed going into the season opener. For the first time in 14 years, the Wildcats sold 46,700 season tickets, which is a sellout and the most in Stoops' tenure. Stoops said that the season ticket sellout means an awful lot to him. It's a byproduct of what he's done in the time that he's been there. Uh, I'm a season ticket holder, and, and this will be my second year, but it was basically because of his resume of work and what he was able to do with the program. Right. This kind of felt like I needed to kind of conti- contribute to the process. Now, I'm sure you're very happy that this Saturday is not a home game because oh, that abs- would be, absolutely. be smoking. Well, and I'm also kind of belly aching. Why did they have to set the opener at noon? You know, like TV, TV, TV. I guess it's just noon. Well, and it's just a ball state. But I will tell you this: I think that you it's can. It's crazy that we're ten days away. Like, yeah, you can you can draw a line though between when the UK teams that have excelled or overachieved, maybe what their expectations in those opening weeks against the also rans, the the money games, the mm-hmm. ball states, et cetera. When they come out and take care of business in those games. It's usually a pretty good indicator that they've got something that something to put on the field that will be fun to watch and will and do do good things. When they struggle in weeks one through three and have a trouble getting things together and getting things lined out, that's typically an omen of things to come. So we'll hope that they've got something. I don't, I can't tell. You know, this time of year. Most people around that program figure out, out a way to talk it into optimism, like, oh, everybody's going yes. to make a bowl, everybody's going to make the BCS, everybody's going to, and then by week three you go, eh, yeah, they're not very good. I can't tell. I don't know, I don't know if they're going to be good or not. I mean, so. two of your teams in your college football playoff are Kentucky and Western Kentucky. In your football playoff? What? In the playoff this year. You're going to get Kentucky and WKU both in it this year. Oh, Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you got to – and then probably Alabama and, like, Ohio State. They're usually in there, so. Got to be it. Yeah. You're not putting U of L in there? We, we're talking about the playoffs. Huh, the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs? <laughs> we're talking about playoffs? <laughs> we got to get to a break. Dennis Cook is our guest co-host today. Where's Quacky? Day number 12 coming up. You're on In the News. Today is Eat a Peach Day. Ooh. It is Pecan Tort Day. Dennis, do you like peaches or nectarines? Oh, yeah, I love peaches. You do? Oh, yeah. We have some nectarines in the refrigerator at home. Uh, it is Tooth Fairy Day. It's Southern Hemisphere Hootie Hoo Day. You know, down in the Southern Hemisphere, they're halfway through winter. Oh. So they are turning the corner for they spring. Can, oh, they can keep it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, I don't it's particularly coming, want this, what we're dealing today. Coming but, yeah. our way. Uh, I'll... I'll take this as opposed to minus eight. Do I need to phone a friend on what a tort is? Is it some sort of a pastry, I'm assuming? Yes, it is. Um, I should know this, I I guess, right? I assume you... You 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 do have the authority in your family on on all pastries. Anyone knew. It's also day number 12 of Where's Quacky? Uh, Yesterday, Quacky spent the day at... The Grayson County Sheriff's Office, so right there in the drive-through. I like the picture that you all posted yesterday. Is where good. Quacky spent the day. There was enough context in there. Now this is a that drive-through window has not been there very long, and one of the things I, I, I guess I told you all during the break. I've been in that section of the building before, but not since it's been remodeled. So I. Um, I was there when it was the PD, not the mm-hmm. Sheriff's Office. But you can see the bank across the street. Uh, well, 
if you know where you are, you say, oh, yeah, that's the bank across the street. So, I did appreciate someone say that they had to do a double take to make sure that that wasn't Norman Chaffins behind the glass there. Mm-hmm. They do kind of look similar. They're both kind of quacked up. Um, so congratulations to Stacy Cockrell. Stacy knew, uh, was one of many people that knew where Quacky spent the day yesterday. So, uh, Stacy, you have your your very own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta coming up on Labor Day. Now, day number 12 of Where's Quacky? Well, no, Quacky's not there. Quacky is, uh, he's in that there photograph he somewhere. Quacky is spending the day, hmm, that looks like a mountain stream in Montana, perhaps. That's exactly what I was going to guess. Um so there's Quacky. Oh, this picture appears on our Facebook page out by itself, so you tell us where Quacky is spending the day. And if you'll help us sponsor all the ducks, you will help generate uh, 80,000 meals for the Grayson County Alliance Food Bank. And there's the QR code if you're watching. You, I, I will say that the, the colonel just sent me an update on the amount of ducks that have been sold. And we oh, need Hang on to that okay, real quick, because I was, I was, that's exactly where I was going. And maybe you've got a revised number. But Okay, I got... To, some re- have some real talk. Okay. All right. Real talk. Everybody lean in. Take a knee. Um, we are over halfway through the where's quacky period. And we are only about 25% of where we need to be on sponsoring ducks. I don't really want to have to start naming names. Oh, my. But I will start naming names if I need to. Um, if you've not sponsored a duck for the, for $5 for the opportunity to win $1,000, well, I worry about you. And maybe you and your wife or your husband both need one. Maybe you need one for each of your kids. I mean, $25 makes a big difference. You get five ducks. But when I saw the number last night, it was kind of a kick in the old gut because I thought, uh, we've been begging and pleading. We've been doing mm-hmm. our part. We've been playing along. You can't say we didn't know about it. We're making it super easy. Got the QR code. So is the number any better, Sam? Mm, about what you said. About a quarter of them. A quarter of them. That's ridiculous. We can do better. If there's I not, think, if I there's think... not some significant movement by Friday, I'm yeah. going to start naming names. Uh, I. I named names last week when you weren't here, and I filled in for you. So, oh, I, I was. But you named some names. You named some names in general, probably not knowing if they had ducks or if they hadn't ducks. I'm telling you, I'm going to get the roster. You're going to get the list, and I'm going to find <laughs> names that aren't on it that should be on it, and I'm going to start naming names. It is the easiest thing we could possibly do. We put a QR code on your screen. All you had to do is point your phone at it. And click five. You're going to waste $5 today on something. Mm. I guarantee you are. So, just not quite happy about it. You got me fired up, Coach. Let's do better. Have you adopted one yet? Me? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's why he's feeling his toes are You got me fired up. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. Uh, now I'm kind of pumped and up And that's the now. thing with it, too, is it, it, it takes like a minute to do. It's, it's a really process. Easy. Yes. Okay. You just if you go to that link on the Facebook page, you just click on it. And I gotta do it. this before you start putting names out there. So today, Alea is participating in Barbie and Ken Day. You know, and the schools are doing the they're doing the food mm. drive. You got the various classes that are competing against one another on who can raise the most food through the football alumni association. 
All those things are helpful. Yeah. All those all those things help contribute to to drive and benefit the alliance. But the ducks still have to be sponsored. The ducks have to be adopted for the regatta. You don't want ducks left on the shelf going, I didn't get to race. So just do it to it. Another thing, too, is just just because people are saying what the answer is doesn't mean that it's right. Oh, oh my. People, take, you know? people taking the bait today? Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that necessarily just today in general, but just, you know. Here are five features of iOS 17 that won't be available on launch day but will be coming along in the new platform build. If you're an iPhone user, you'll probably be updating to iOS 17 in the future whether you want to or not. Mm. It will likely launch along the uh, alongside the iPhone 15 series, and it will be chock full of features Apple announced back in June, but some will not be available upon the launch. One is collaborating on playlists in Apple Music because... Um, because she and I, we share music libraries, the things she listened to end up as recently played on my devices, etc. But if we were able to collaborate a little bit better and share share libraries but maintain our independent playlists, that would be a better experience for us. Mm-hmm. So being able to collaborate but also isolate and segregate as needed would be helpful. Airdrop transfers over the Internet. I thought, well, now how's that going to work? So... You initiate your airdrop transfer, but if you walk away from one another, it then routes it through the Internet. Okay. So it almost turns into a peer-to-peer site via the Internet. So, But you still you can't initiate it via the Internet, via airdrop, because that would just be something else. Right. This is you start it and then walk away, and you'll be okay. okay. There's a new journaling app. It's a digital log for our lives. It will be free and built into iOS, so it will be very accessible. Is it called the Note app? Well, I think it's more robust. I think the features become more um, user-friendly, and um, your journaling data will be private. Users end-to-end encryption on iCloud to protect your privacy while retaining the ability to sync your journal entries across devices. Hmm. Name drop to an Apple Watch. The new uh, name drop is a new iOS 17 feature that lets you share your contact information quickly with people who use Apple devices. So basically like exchanging business cards. So it's like an airdrop. It's an airdrop of your information. So it will. Those are neat. That will also update on your, on the, like, the caller ID when you add that contact to your phone. That name drop function will pop up as your contact card now. For a long time, it's been, well, here's my number. And then people say, well, here, just send yourself a text. You know, it's like, just key your number in, then I'll have it, et cetera. I, this will be easier. Just drop it in there. And go. I did that exact thing on Friday evening. You did? It, it, it works. Yeah. And AirPlay in hotel rooms. Apple announced that iOS 17 devices will be able to use AirPlay to stream content to TVs and hotel rooms. However, it will take some time for hotels to add support for this feature. When it's available, you'll be able to scan a QR code on the hotel TV and use the big screen to stream content from your iPhone to the TV. It's going this way. And eventually you're going to, by the way, eventually there will be no television service in hotel rooms. They're going to eliminate that expense. You're just going to bring your own content. And cast it up on your screen. At the Omni last week, I had to stay there for the board meeting. 
and it was Chromecast. So about any device that was capable, they had the TV option, but then they had the Chromecast option where whatever device you had, you could just throw your own content up there. And that's the way that it's going. We do that anyway now when we go to a hotel. We take our Chromecast just in case it's not built in. That's right. And sometimes they've got the HDMI ports that are harder to get to. But when we do VRBO or we travel, we also travel with Fire Stick. I've got one that's just called Travel Fire Stick. So just wherever we go, plug it into the TV. Cool. That way you take your own content with you. I'm excited for this stuff. I'm ready for the update. Yeah, it'll be. It's it's time. Uh, Netflix. Have you ever considered all the DVDs that Netflix owns? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, I have like Redbox. I mean, I've even purchased some from the Redbox box. Like it's offered something for sale. I've Mm -hmm. bought it. But I've never really thought about Netflix. That's how it's all started, right? Yes. Yeah. It all started with, you know, the red envelopes. Wasn't Christy a big red envelope? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, she's... she. She's had uh, Netflix DVD longer than she's had me. Uh, well, hey, so that's a long that's a long time. She introduced me to it, and but I never really got to thinking about. There's a warehouse somewhere, multiple warehouses, where there are huge mm-hmm. library libraries of old DVDs. So when they started in 1990, in the 1990s, they were sending physical DVDs for people to rent. So now that every they're shutting down their subscription DVD service next month, after 25 years, the last discs will be mailed on September 29. But Netflix is going out with a DVD party by sending up to 10 discs to customers, but only if they opt into the program. So receiving your 10 Netflix DVDs is straightforward, but you have to have a subscription to Netflix DVD plan. Luckily, even though the service is shutting down soon, they're still talking taking new members until August 28. You um, you just go to your Netflix DVD account. Make sure your queue contains at least ten DVDs. If they're available, you'll get them. You do have to return them, and not, but it's just kind of a last hurrah. Here's your last opportunity to get these by mail. Do you all even have the ability to play? Like, do you have a DVD player or something that can play a DVD? I, I have one, but it's not connected to anything. Uh-huh. Uh, it it would uh, if I wanted to bad enough, I could. Did but. Does Alea know how to use the DVD player? She does. Okay. Uh, Because I'm saying, like, you're getting out of the age group that doesn't even know how to do that. In her previous bedroom, there was a DVD player, and it was mounted to the back of the TV. Okay. So I had taken taken double-sided Velcro tape and stuck it to the back of the TV, and so you just popped it out and slide the disc in there and closed it, and it played. It was connected. But when that TV was relocated, the DVD was left beside as a test to see... How long can we live without the DVD player? Yeah. Well, Apparently quite, it's quite, quite, quite some, some time. time. But Dennis, as a person who has spent a lot of time converting VHS to DVD, are you now going to have to go back for people and convert DVD to digital because now even the DVDs are going away? Well, first off, I can do that. Uh, secondly, I know you can. If they want to, I will be happy to. Now, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to go that trend or not, but I, it sounds like it would go that way naturally. Um, I'm still doing VHS tapes, though. People are still realizing they're in the garage and going, mm-hmm. oh, what are on these tapes? Yeah. You know. 
But don't don't go to DVD with them. Just go straight to straight to digital. Yeah, we can and we can consult on how to do that. And if Dennis doesn't tell you the right way to do it, I'll tell you the right way. To Absolutely. Do it. But I know Dennis can. Absolutely. So that's a life lesson I've learned. Don't yeah. put things on DVD. Yeah. You'll just have to convert them again. Again. I do talk about. I have lived long enough that there are certain albums that I have purchased on vinyl, on cassette, on CD, on MP3, and perhaps I've purchased a deluxe version mm. at iTunes. Awesome. You know, collectors do that, of the stuff that they love. They get all forms of how that came out. And Mark Hall spent some time last night explaining what a CD was to the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that what you're talking about, the Cook Ranch collection on all of those? Yeah. Vinyl and it and uh-huh. such? Yeah. I actually do have a record uh, of my Christmas album. I have a it's very one in print. I'm having a super huge dilemma on. I have an amazing number of CDs. Do, do you, I'm sure that all of our music used to be on CD here. It came from a, a hit disc service, and so we would get a you know we would get 24 tracks on a disc that had that we week's st- music. We still once every about once a week probably get a CD, right? Maybe not quite that often, but yeah, it's it's not very often anymore. But we've got all the old ones. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't really want these to sit around and collect dust, but it's just not in me to. I have about 12 CDs that I fell into a trap once in the mail program mm-hmm. and uh, sent in a couple pennies and then realized I had a giant bill waiting for me. Mm. Yeah, that's happened to mine was just on cassettes instead of uh-huh. CDs. So it shows the differences in our in our ages. But those those help teach life lessons, right? Absolutely. Don't, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Sure. Just because it seems to be cost a penny, it really doesn't cost You're a penny. A preach, brother. Here are some life lessons learned. Gonna these uh, redditors turned to people who were over the age of fifty and said, "Share things that you've learned in life." Okay. So I guess Dennis and I need to be all yours to you now. That's right. right. We're going to we run know. through these quickly. Everybody messes up, but it's what you do after the fact that matters. The habits you get into during your 20s and 30s are going to be near impossible to change, so make sure those habits are good ones. Focus on experiences, not things. Being thin is not the end-all, be-all. Eat the piece of pizza and order the dessert. Wait, can you say that one more time? <laughs> you might not want kids or be able to have kids, and that's okay. Never let anyone tell you you're making a mistake or will have regrets if you choose not to have a child. Stop thinking that life is about being the most productive person you can be. Read for pleasure every single day. Every skill takes determination and practice to master. Travel while you're young. Not everything that you disagree with deserves an argument. <laughs> Awkward. And when you're an adult, stop worrying about what everyone else thinks of you. And when you're old, you'll finally realize that nobody else was thinking about you all along. <laughs> Those are life lessons that's from fifty-year-olds. That, that's one of the hardest ones. You think everybody like something bad happens yeah. to you, and you think, "Oh, everybody's talking about this and worried about it." And nah, really, we're just over here going. I hope nobody's thinking about us. <laughs> we got to get to a break. We got uh, plenty more on the way. Hang around here from Inman Up. Did you know mushroom clouds can be created by any explosion? And did you know I got an explanation yesterday to the mysterious ring over Litchfield over the Oh, I heard some explanations as well. Mm-hmm.
It was uh, aliens, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, I mean, it's possible. Is this I mean, related to the Black Panther that was cited at uh, a no, store one no, time? No, they're, they're, they're not in, affiliated in any okay. way. But, well, yeah, I got the explanation yesterday, and uh, I uh, feel like I have the straight scoop on it, and I feel like I know who this, who, like, yes. I think, oh, I think I know all those there's, things. There's a who involved. You're, you're not saying... Scoop. You're He's not saying it was aliens, but you're not saying it wasn't aliens. I'm saying the individuals involved... Could be considered alien-like huh. well, by some people. I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying some some people may know these people and go, oh, they're aliens. It's always a possibility. So that, uh, it made sense. I was like, ah, yeah, that makes sense. I thought you all were joking yesterday when you made reference to the Golden Bachelor. No, it's, it's the thing. But it's a thing. The premiere dates for the Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise have been revealed. ABC announced... The ABC and us, the first ever episode of The Golden Bachelor will air September 28 at 7 p.m. Central Time. Bachelor in Paradise returns for a two-hour premiere starting at 8.01 Central Time. Since Christy's in on this, will you give it a shot? The Golden Bachelor? No, I, by the way, don't let her fool you. She's not going to watch this. The go- She's not going to watch The Golden Bachelor? No, she has too much. She Other got, content? She, she can't get out of that 90-day sphere long enough. To uh, watch anything else like that. Uh, I have enjoyed watching all of the celebrities that have shown out for the Taylor Swift Eras Tour. Flavor Flavor Flav, hugging Taylor's parents made me laugh. There have been other people that have shown up at their shows that you think, hmm, wouldn't really have necessarily fancied them as a Swifty. The latest to be added to that group. Bill Belichick. Because no one says. <laughs> Young and hip. No, no one says Swifty yeah. like Bill Belichick. Mr. Mm-hmm. Cut-off sleeves himself. Mr. Happiness. Mr. Short Sleeve Hoodie himself. Uh-huh. He said that uh, he he went to her show and praised her for a great job that she did, but came up short of calling himself a Swifty. Now, Taylor Swift, she's re-recording and re-releasing her 1989 album. I think I have that right. But she had a big disagreement with Big Machine Records and Scooter Braun that he owned the publishing to her content. So she went out and just re-recorded all of her old hits and called them Taylor's version after she was able to get uh, the rights back. Well, it makes you wonder about this Scooter Braun character because in two separate stories... Demi Lovato ends her professional partnership with Scooter Braun after four years. And now Ariana Grande reportedly parts ways with Scooter Braun after 10 years as her manager. Uh Sounds like this guy might be a little bit of a... Something is afoot. These guys named Scooter. There's something fishy. Especially the McBrickstone variety. (laughs) Where did he go? Where is he? I'll make a phone call. Can can he host co-host the show one day? <laughs> Maybe. And Charles Martinet is stepping down as the voice of Mario. So after 30 years as the voice of the most famous video game character of all time, as well as Luigi and Wario and Waluigi, Nintendo has revealed that Martinet 
is stepping down from voice acting. That's now, disappointing. It, I didn't know this person, but he, you know his voice. I, I do. Yeah, but in this age where we say women have to be played by women, and you know, uh, uh, people of color have to be played by people of color, etc., did someone finally decide this guy isn't Italian? He can't be speaking as Mario. It wasn't based on he wasn't a plumber. Maybe. It could be. The plumber's union got together. Is he being forced out because of that, or is he making this decision of his own free will? I can't imagine. I don't know, but Alex and I are going to a Comic-Con in December to meet him. He makes a great Comic-Con circuit. He does? He's everywhere. Alex is so happy. Will you tell him I said hey? I will. All right. Thank you. We gotta get to a break. Point to ponder, pearl of wisdom, chart toppers, and more coming up here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. We ran through the list of lessons learned for those over the age of fifty. So I will ask you, what's the most important lesson that you've learned? Yukon, I'll ask you in a second what the most important lesson you've learned is. Sam, I'll ask you in just a second. But I'm gonna start with, since I had a head start. The way I would sum mine up is is that life is 5% what happens and 95% how you respond. If good things are going to happen to you. Bad things are going to happen to you. It's not so much about what happens to you. It's how you react and respond to it and approach it that makes the difference in life. Absolutely. That's good. Mm-hmm. You can't just say ditto, Dennis. Great. You, you should come up with another one. I have something. Um, be quick to forgive. All right. That's a good one. Well, you got like the, the Lion King, you know, Rafiki, but it's, ah, yes, the past can hurt, but you can either run from it or learn from it because he has the thing where he keeps hitting Simba in the head and finally Simba learns that he's going to hit him in the head. So he prepares for that moment. Mm -hmm. Mm, Yeah, that's a good one. Dennis, were you staring at this little chip on my shoulder over here when you gave yours? No. Was it? <laughs> no. Okay. Just I just wonder. I was thinking if I had to lick Sam's forehead with my, you know, thumb while he was doing that, like color some, put some fruit juice on there. <laughs> can you? Uh, nah. can, can, I hear can, the theme song. <laughs> after after I, I overwhelming helped, urge to. I, do after that. I helped remove the butterfly from your back this morning, come here, come here, when you walked in. Let's. Uh, I've heard of people having a monkey on their back, but. Hey, they're just attracted to sweet things. Of a butterfly. (laughs) Celebrity Wheel of Fortune is on ABC tonight. Jeopardy Masters on ABC. America's Got Talent on NBC. The Murder Tapes on the ID channel. And new on Disney Plus today, uh, Star Wars Ahsoka. Ooh. Yeah. Is that live action? I don't even know. Yes. Yes, I think it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we'll have Lady Cougar Volleyball at 7.30 tonight. K105 Digital Productions. First one of the season for them. That we get to, well, at least that we get to broadcast. They play Whitesville Trinity. Dennis, did you get a good first day report from WKU? I did. First day classes, big check mark. He attended his classes. <laughs> that's that's uh, it's off to a good start. That is good. How's, how are the restaurants doing? Yeah, he, he learned he's them all? gone to Fresh several times now. He realizes that we have paid for that meal plan and he needs to use it. So that's a, a good thing as well. Is he yelping any reviews yet about the. Well, I don't know about that. Today's highlight of history, this date in 1851. The schooner America outraced more than a dozen British vessels off the English coast to win a trophy that became to be known as the America's Cup. 
Uh, Bill Clinton signed welfare legislation that ended guaranteed cash payments to the poor and demanded work from recipients this date in 1996. Birthdays today. Baseball Hall of Famer Carl Yastrzemski is 83 today. Hmm. He got son or grandson in the major leagues right now. Grandson? Uh, it's got to be grandson. grandson, right? AJ? Grand- Mike. AJ? Mike. Plays uh, for the Giants. Pro Football Hall of Fame coach Bill Parcells is 81. Remember for a brief moment mm-hmm. in time when he Kentucky. was going to be UK's football coach? Mm-hmm. Steve Croft is 77. Ty Burrell is 55. Kristen Wiig is 49. James Corden is 44. Hmm. Hmm. It's a pretty solid list. Yeah. 49, for, though. Looking for Dennis's reaction. I heard him. Did you all, I heard him. Did I was, you all mend? Are you I, all no, pals? I just got backtracked by 49 with to Kristen. Who, but, who are you against? I'm not against anyone, per se. Until the, I want to until be the final to carpool karaoke. Oh, that's right. That was the thing the that solidified. See, I was, that's I was, right. I, forget, I, forgave. I forgave. It's his, his Mount Rushmore, you know, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> okay. Go on, Mark. James Corden. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> the Bee Gees. Oh, so it's British people. First, call me out with the ducks. Now this. That's strike two, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> well, how can I get strike three in the next two minutes? Nineteen The highwayman. <laughs> <laughs> Michael row the boat ashore, or just Michael. My hugs linger. I just this is in hold too. Is so. this in the Cook Ranch catalog? Michael, Didn't release a song at East Main Market. It had been a while since I'd done that. Mm-hmm. This wasn't it. Yeah. It wasn't Edwin Star War. It sounded similar to this. Number one in 1970. Staying alive by the Bee Gees. Cover. What did I say? <laughs> I want to hear you hit the falsetto. What did I say? <laughs> 1979. What was the knack? Number that? one in my Sharona. Ah, uh, the year of my birth. I could hear you covering this one. The lyrics always throw me. For Weird Al's version, <laughs> you heard Rick and Bubba's version, My Chihuahua. No, I haven't. <laughs> George Michael's number one in '88. 1997, Biggie, Puff Daddy, Mace, Mo Money, Mo Problems. Oh six, Pussycat Dolls, Buttons. And in 15, the weekend, can't feel my face. Dennis, thanks for coming in. My pleasure, guys. Thank you all so much. Thanks for sharing the lessons you've learned with us. My pleasure. Don't go back to the state fair today. It's hot. Yeah, I won't. Okay. AC for me. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today is fear is the thief of dreams. Fear is the thief of dreams. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.